Okay, this is my fourth attempt to try to record my segment on debt management uh, predatory loans. Um, so, episode two, debt management predatory loans. Here we go. Um, so, to sum this up in the most positive way, um, predatory loans are meant to bankrupt you. You know, to draw. It's it's another device to put you in more debt with your other debtors in, in a hole. So it keeps you at a poverty level. Um, predatory loans can be uh, payday loans. They can be small business loans um, based on a frequency of repayment and reborrow. So how it works is I did one for numerous times throughout the years. And sometimes I did two or three at one time. And I can remember that... I was broke a lot of times. I would borrow, I'd feel good, but the amount of money that I would constantly have to come up with to pay back so I'd stay current so that I wouldn't fall behind was astronomical. So these last two years, I've been doing one specifically over and over because I wasn't making enough money or I was blowing too much money on luxuries and things that I necessarily didn't want to be involved with. So, uh, for example, the California check cashing, and I'm not slandering their business by any means, but this is what they offer. They offer you different increments. You can borrow 100, 150, 200, and 300. And their annual percentage rate is 460%. That means 460% every year you're going to pay on top of what you borrowed. So I would borrow the max you could borrow was 255. My service fee would be $45 that they basically keep. The total amount would start out to be 300. So in 2 weeks either I paid $300 to pay it off to be clean and clear or I can pay back, reborrow, I get 255, they get 45. So after a while, it's kind of like, oh, wow, you know, what happened here? You know, uh, I just paid $90 to a company in one month's time. Now do that again. That's $180 the next month or more because some, some, uh, organ, some months have more than just a pay, two paydays in, in a month. You know, they have those five week months. Anyway, so you, you get the sum of it. So 180 bucks for two months, $180 from 255, that is more than half of what you borrowed. And then on top of that, you borrowed and you added interest. You added more debt. So you get in this cycle of borrowing, reborrowing, borrowing, reborrowing, paying back, reborrowing paying back, reborrowing. And it just goes on and on and on. Well, so for those of you who are in that particular situation, this is what you do. If you have one, one, just one, this is what I would do. And this is what I did. I would get by barely on the skin of my teeth every month. So I got rid of some luxuries. I got rid of Netflix. I got rid of my gym membership and I got rid of cable. That was a pretty big sum of money every month. I think I paid $116 to Comcast. 
Um, I paid $45 every month to a gym membership and I paid $10 on top of, you know, my cables to have Netflix for my kid, you know, and we had on this all on demand stuff. And I was just like, you know, it was a luxury. So how does that apply, Jason? Well, this is what you do. The amount of money that you used on your luxury, either pay it, pay your payday loan all the way off or. I want you from the max that you borrowed, you're going to reduce it as much as you possibly can. So say like, yeah, Jason, I can't reduce it much this month. Okay. So say like I borrowed 255, I switched to borrowing 200. My service fee would be $35 on top of what I borrowed, but I only borrowed 200. Now I just gave the company, um, so out of $300, that's what, uh, $65, I think. Yeah, $65 that I just gave them back of their own money. So they kind of made more, but I'm owing less. So I did it. Okay. Then the next thing was in two more weeks, I'm going to borrow less. So I tried that, didn't quite make it, but then I chose the next two weeks. So I was like, okay, I'm going to borrow only 150 so from one fifth and that my service fee would be, I, it was a little less. It was $25, I believe, but it was like, I think it was like totally like 170, no, $28. That's right. $28 on top of my 150. But in essence, from that 235 to 178, they made more money again. So they kind of doubled or not doubled their service fee, but I'm owing less. And the principle was, or the strategy was, is to pay it off without having it come all out and you're starving. So I got to the point, and I was like, okay, um, February 28th, I'm paying it all off, and I'm not ever borrowing again. And that's exactly what I did. You know, I actually paid it off at a time. So it was actually February uh, 26th, you know, just the other day that I paid it off. So I got rid of that expense every month. Now I'm $300 essentially or more shorter, you know, or 150 or whatever I borrowed for that two weeks. I'm short, but the luxuries that I gave up are going to give me the peace of mind that I can get back later if I want to. The point is, is we're debt management. We're trying to get out of this rut. That's the thing is the rut. You have to be prepared to give up luxuries for a little while. And the psychology is, is that the less you will be sad, the less you'll be mad, you'll be able to sleep better, perform better because you have one, at least a little bit of foothold out of your brain thinking, what, how am I going to do and what am I going to do to survive? So we're going on and further. Now there are predatory loans such as like the title loans to your car. Those I highly suggest not to even get involved with because if you miss or if you screw up, they're going to repossess your car. Even though you outright owned it, you borrowed a sum of money. Now I know there's one of my friends, he got one, uh, his, his mom died. They didn't have no money to bury her. And, uh, Unfortunately, they, him and his sisters and 
Some relatives had to come up with $10,000 to bury his mom. And I feel really bad for him, but this is a perfect example. They didn't have no resource. They had no well, as I call it. So in the previous episode, I did talk about making a well of savings. So, you know, the psychology is you got to put $50, $25, whatever you did every two weeks in a well. Just like adding water to a well, you're going to drink out of later when it gets hot. You got to add something somewhere so that you don't always fall back and you're constantly on empty, you know, kind of like that saying, you know, like I know people that they'll put like $5 in gas and get them, get them by for two days, but they're still on empty. Well, what's the point in that? You know, why not fill up your tank, you know, so it's your resource. Anyway, getting back to the, the gist of it. So we understand that creating a savings plan is your real goal because in accounting, they teach you, what do you have in your reserves? What do you have of actual value? You own a bunch of shit and that's what it is. It's shit. We own a bunch of crap. We own a bunch of objects that pay us nothing. And I'm talking the tablets, the video game systems, the expense account on over expense account on clothes or even fast food, you know, or going to the movies. These are luxury expenses that just deplete you. And we're all trying to fight, you know, not being depressed or not being sad. But the thing is, is like to fight that psychology, what are we doing in accountability to create that misery? So as I was saying, you look in, you think about how you're going to attack this scenario. So you build the well. So, you know, getting back to the predatory loan, you know, my friend, he, he's like, dude, I don't know how I'm going to pay this. You know, I owe $2,500 on my car that I just paid off a year ago. But they're allowing me to pay $300 a month, you know, at 24% interest. And I'm like, are you fucking high, dude? You know, he's like, I had to do it for my mom. And I'm like, hey, I'm not here to bag and you not to judge you, whatever. But it made me cringe to hear how much interest he's going to pay. And he didn't even pay that much when he bought his car. He told me, he's all, when I bought my car, it was 7% interest. And I'm like, are you serious? So he went from 7% to 27 or 24% of interest. That another company is going to make for borrowing $2,500 less of what his his car is really worth. His car is worth $10,000, but he borrowed $2,500, the max that he could get. So he's like, I don't know how I can't pay all this money off at once. I asked him, do you have the discipline to make bigger payments to pay off your sum? He's like, no. So he was like, again, like the payday loan people, he's stuck. He didn't see his way out. So I started getting, I told him, hey, this is my strategy. This is what I would do. And I told him exactly how to do it. I said, okay, get rid of your luxuries and crap and sell some stuff. Get rid of it. You've got dead weight around you and you're just going to feel sad. It's going to suck. But if you pick a date, you're going to pay this off. So he said, okay, I'm going to pay this off by October 1st, my birthday, 2018. And believe it or not. He, he, he made this agreement with me and he says, okay, I give you my word. 
And I said, okay, occasionally as accountability, I'm going to check and see, we're going to sit down and look how it is affected that you're paying off your principal of $2,500. So, you know, he's like, okay. So he got rid of a few things. He got rid of the gym and he got rid of his cable. So that affected him by a hundred dollars a month. He started paying a hundred dollars on top of his minimum payment and got closer. So now, you know, here it is a month and a half, you know, and it's that much interest. He got a little closer and he's going to keep on it. And I'm going to keep checking on him, you know, because I'm his friend. And he's just like, Hey, I'm not his warden, but he asked me, Hey, I want to get out of this situation and I just don't want to be. So that's what he did. The other predatory loans are like credit cards with high interest. Like, uh, I think capital one offers like people with like 500 credit rating, like a 24% interest on their credit card. Credit cards are the worst. And just like credit, you know, just like payday loans, they can take a minimum payment though of like what? $55, I think, or $45. And that kind of sucks, you know, because they keep just paying people. Most people pay just the minimum, 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 minimum. And actually it doesn't do their credit any justice. So they only, they're paying more money on top of what they borrowed. And so that mentality, that routine, that belief system of borrowing, you know, how do we stop borrowing and it's again goes back to my first episode it's the psychology your mentality do you want to be have a good life well just like a farmer you gotta plant the seeds to make you know a fruitful crop so in sort of paying like three quarters of your paycheck to all a whole bunch of places you gotta start learning how to pay yourself and that's what we work so hard for how we pay ourselves when we got so much debts well you chose to take these avenues of borrowing and these big companies and banks depend on your borrowing because that's how they're making serious bank anyhow so the strategy is is you're gonna have to constantly pay either more towards the principal and make it a tart you have to make a target date of when you're gonna have your shit taken care of and stick to it no matter what you are going to stick to this because it's going to make your life easier. So once you notice that you've paid these things off, you're going to have a little bit more money that you originally already had, but you're paying it somebody else. Take that money and then put in your well. Now, some people say, go invest in stock markets and da, 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 da. Well, look, most people don't understand the stock market. And I'll tell you what, putting cold, hard cash at least in your savings account or even in your mattress, wherever you store it, you know, and holding on to it and not touching it for one year and see what you build up. Then you can start thinking about, well, now I can, maybe I can diversify and start having money work for me and not me working for money. And that's the whole principle. I got that from rich dad, poor dad. Either you're going to work for money or you're going to have money work for you. Pretty, it seems pretty straightforward and honest. Anyway, so to sum it all up, the psychology of borrowing that got you into payday loans or title loans or credit cards, you have to think about, you know, this is going to get me in a much worse position. The more you borrow, the harder it is to pay back, you know, and don't get in that ritual. 
Well, that is my segment on debt management episode two. Next week, we are going to attack student loans and how they affect us and how they affect our credit. So again, this is debt management and I hope you found it fulfilling and we'll see what we can do next time. Thanks for listening to Jason and Good Vibes. Debt management episode two completed.